0: Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. You may say I live too tight, for that I think I'm the only one right. But I got news for you today that it still takes the old time way. I don't want to live life on the edge. I'd rather live where the Bible says. You may say I walk too straight. The Bible says. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two P's on a Pod podcast. Coming at you on this lovely morning. This is Austin Griffiths here, sitting with my brother-in-law Zachary Cordell. We are back again. I'll tell you this song my wife wrote is exactly the stuff we're talking about. So let me tell you, brother, that's all right. Yeah, it this goes is good a, with this. This uh, is a narrow here. way, and uh, it says you may. Th- How does it say right there? You may think I'm the you only one right. The line. You may say I walk the line. Yeah. Let, Let me tell, me tell brother. you, brother. That's all right. Yep.
1: It's, you <laughs> that's may exactly
0: what we're talking about on say the Believe I'm series. Is safe. There's a judgment coming someday. But uh, we're so glad to have you again on the podcast. And we got a uh, we got a topic here today we're gonna address and uh, we're gonna talk about Bodily resurrection, and so this is a topic that is very near to both of our hearts. Very awesome, really gets you excited thinking about it. And uh, so today in this series, we got we're going to talk about some doctrinal stuff on a bodily resurrection. And so we're going to read some scriptures here, and then Brother Zach's going to kick us off. And uh, so if you got your Bibles, turn with us to First Corinthians chapter number 15. In verse number 35, you ready, Brother Zach? We're ready. One preacher would say, if your Bible's anything but a K- J.V., please close it now. It's a stink in the nostrils of God. <laughs> well, I've got King James right here. And so verse number 35, 1 Corinthians 15, but some man will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, that which thou sowest is not quickened except it die. And that which thou sowest, that soweth not the body that it shall be, but bear grain. It may chance of wheat or of some other grain, but God giveth it a body as it pleaseth him to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For one star differeth from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in corruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body, and so it is written. The first Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Continue reading to 49. All right. I think I said 45 to 30. How to be go to That was not first, which is spiritual, but that which is natural. And afterwards, that which is spiritual, the first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven, as is the earthy. Such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the yes, image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of of the heavenly now this i say brethren that the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god neither doeth corruption inherit incorruption praise god well i tell you <clears throat> that's a wonderful passage of scripture and really you could read the whole chapter of this first corinthians 15 to start as an introduction but i mean uh you i get some people say you can read and You'll never be able to preach everything that you read if you read too much. But 1 Corinthians chapter 15 here is the great resurrection chapter. And Paul is addressing the resurrection of the body. Uh, This doctrine of a bodily resurrection is a a strong and indisposable Christian belief. It's a strong Bible doctrine. This is not um, just a New Testament doctrine. But it's also in the Old Testament, even as far back as the book of Job, which is the oldest book in the Bible. Uh, It's not a new doctrine, but it is a hope and a promise to believers that you can read about all throughout your Bible, both Old Testament and New Testament. The hope of a bodily resurrection is a promise that's given to us by Jesus Christ himself. He told Martha in, in John 11, when she came to him of course concerning Lazarus there uh, he was dead and and Jesus said he that believeth in me though he were dead though he were dead he's already dead though he were dead yet shall he live and Jesus of course here is speaking of a resurrection and again in John 6 and 44 Jesus said no man can come to me except the father which hath sent me draw him and I will raise him up at the last day. The Bible promises us a redemption of our body, not just of our soul, and not just of our spirit, but also of our body. This house of clay that you and I dwell in right now, currently, at this present time, is going to be redeemed. Romans eight twenty-three, the latter part of the verse says, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of Of our body. God created the human body. He fashioned it. He formed it. He molded it out of the clay of the ground. And he breathed the breath of life into man. And the Bible said man became a living soul. Formed and fashioned in the very image of God. Friend God did not create this body. To be eternally decaying. That's not the will of God. That's not the plan of God. That is not what's going to happen. You know a lot of people teach. And and, and believe. And sometimes it ain't just that they. Uh, teach it um this way but just simply believe it because that's the way it's been handed down to them that once the body goes in the ground then that body's done and they're going to get a new body we even sing about it. you know i'll have a new body praise the lord i'll have a new life you know yeah. but uh it's not really that that's not the case really at all uh, god did not create this body to be eternally decaying after a man or a woman dies it was not created to merely be a, a holding place for the soul as long as you are alive on this side and then disappear forever back into the ground. But no, but your, your body belongs to you eternally. As much as your soul belongs to you, so does your body. God created man both soul and body, and he will redeem man both soul and body that's exactly right and I remember uh, my mind goes back to one time um, I was preaching I can't remember about where I was at but I was preaching I said you know this same body the one you got uh, pain in arthritis in and heart trouble and blah 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 I went on a big old list I said you're gonna have that same body forever <laughs> and uh you, you ought to have seen some of the looks I got yeah. I was like I don't <laughs> want this body forever yeah there was a, a lady come to our church and uh, dad was teaching about the resurrection one day and she said, I tell you what, she said, I hear I thought all my life that I'd be done with this body and me uh, go to heaven and get a new one. She said, and I come here and Brother Kurt tells me I'll have this same old fat body the rest of my for all of eternity. And uh, of course, you know, it's, it'll be glorified, but God's given, he's created man, both soul and body, and he'll redeem man, both soul and body, like we said. But even now in this life, Austin, our, our body, the human body is exalted above that of every other creature. Right. And above that of every other uh, creation. For even now, the Bible says that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Ghost. Yes. That body that you and I have, God has made it a temple of the Holy Ghost. When when God created man, He created him with the capacity to house the Spirit of God, to house a spirit and soul, and as well as to let the Holy Ghost dwell inside of his body. There's no other creature that's able to do that. There's no other creature that's been a, that's been created for that purpose. Um no other creature serves as a temple of the Holy Ghost. The eagle as great and majestic as it is and the lion, uh the, you know, the king of the jungle as great as it is and the horse with all its might and its strength, none of them house the spirit of God like we do. God right. created man far above every creature and he made our bodies in his likeness to be a part of who we are forever and forever god will not desert us uh at the grave he'll not deserve the body desert the bodies at the grave but the grave is just simply a planting ground for a christian it is not the finality of the body but uh, the grave is a place where the bodies of christians are going to come out of the ground one of these days jesus said in, in john 5 28 and 29 he said the hour is coming into which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth. So you know we see that the resurrection of the body is a promise, you know, to believers, but not only to Christians. There will also be a resurrection of the unjust as well. Jesus said that all them that are in the grave shall hear his voice. Of course, that's talking about you know the Christians are going to uh, hear his voice and come out of the grave. But there's also going to be a resurrection of the unjust. The rest of those scriptures that we just read from John 5 says that, and shall come forth, and they that have done good to the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. That's exactly right. In Revelation 20, it tells us about the sea that gives up the dead, which are in it, and death and hell. Death and hell delivered up the dead. Which were in them. And so really a correct statement is, those that are in hell right now, that's just a holding place. That's just a temporary jail, if you will. Our pastor always likens it to a county jail, just waiting on their trial to go to the big house. And so there is, it tells us there's a second resurrection. Right. And that is where death and hell gives up the dead, just like the rich man in Luke sixteen, where his body is still in the ground, but his soul is in hell. But not on that day, right? Not on that day. On that day, his soul and his body shall reunite again, and all those souls from hell they will reunite with their body they'll be together again one again to stand before an almighty god at the great white throne judgment and you see these bodies for these sinners you know we've been talking about a body of the resurrection the saved we're going to get a new body mm-hmm. we're going it's going to be the same body but we're going to talk about it here in a minute he shall change our vile body we're going to get a glorious body but not only will the saved get a new body but the sinner shall get a new body Because they will reunite with their bodies. And why do you say that? The the saved, yes, but also the sinner. You see, for a normal body, for a normal body, just like mine, it takes somewhere between 11 to 1200 degrees to cremate. And then you're ashes, you're done. But as they will be cast into the lake of fire, they shall burn and burn in torments forever and ever and never burn up. Never go to ashes. They shall have a changed new body to constantly house the torment. Yeah. So we're going to have glorified bodies. We're going to come out, but our body, it will be glorified. So some will raise to life, and some will raise to damnation. Um, It seems that if we we look at this, 1 Corinthians 15, and I would encourage you to read the whole chapter. You know, we just couldn't really read it on here Um, it's you know sort of a lengthy chapter but go back and read this whole chapter it's a it's a great chapter to uh, study and to read but it seems as though in this chapter um, that this doctrine and this belief was being challenged in in some aspects in verse 12 if you go read verse 12 Paul says, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? And so Paul begins to address this issue in verse number 35. And he said, and some man will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Now, like we talked about earlier, it was God who created the body in the first place. Friend, if God can create such an intricate, detailed, difficult body out of dust, If he can make it live once, he can certainly do it again. God said in Jeremiah 32 and 27, he said, Behold, I am the Lord. The God of all flesh, is there anything too hard for me? You want to know how the dead are going to raise a, a simple answer to that? Just something, to, uh, a very simple response to that question, how are the dead going to raise? They're going to raise the same way they lived the first time and that's by the power of God. Right. None of us live right now, none of us breathe if it was not for the power of God. Every breath comes from God and that's where it's going to come from again and God's going to give it to them. He asked this question, how are the dead raised? And with what body now this uh, this was not simply just an inquisitive answer Austin this wasn't a guy that was uh, just meaning to be uh, inquisitive and, and asking sincerely a question but Paul put it as a, a guy who was asking it in jest or, or with some some sort of sarcasm this was a gotcha type question you know with what body shall they be raised what you know the bodies uh, what about the bodies that were lost at war or what about the bodies that are missing limbs or missing Missing eyes, or um, the bodies that were lost at sea and cremated and, so and thrown sure. across the mountains. So on and so forth, yep. right? Or, or even, uh, what about the bodies that have died 2,000 years ago and are, have been rotten in the grave ever since? Yeah. You know, with what body? And he tries to, uh, to put this kind of gotcha question, but Paul answers him very strongly with a strong rebuke. And he says, thou fool, trying to come around, you know, with his intelligence and with his smarts, like people try to do today. Uh, These people, they go off to college and they think they get so smart that they get smarter than the word of God. And Paul, he said, thou fool. Trying to come around, trying to be smart, and uh, trying to expose your intelligence really to only be exposed as a fool and ignorant and unlearned. Paul goes on to use the analogy of a seed that is sown. And we read that uh, portion of scripture there in uh, 36 and 38. Paul says uh, that he, to, to believe in the resurrection of the body, is no harder to believe and to understand than that of putting a seed in the ground and the seed dying and then coming up to produce fruit. Paul said "Is it hard to understand that a seed goes in the ground and it dies out and then it it comes up again in a body. You know what it's going to be when you put the seed in the ground. If you plant corn, you're going to get corn. If you plant green beans, you're going to get green beans. If you plant cucumbers, you're going to get cucumbers. Paul said a seed goes into the ground, then it comes up again. You know what happens uh, to a seed when you put it in the ground it dies and then it springs up and you get exactly what you plant and that's what Paul told this guy he said the resurrection is no harder to understand than that then you put it into the ground and it comes up again and you know something that um, I like to mention about this right here is when paul used that analogy of the seed and you know exactly what's going to come up people ask sometimes will we know each other in heaven will we be able to tell that that's so and so over there and the answer to that question is yes we shall be like him we shall be and we shall be known you know even as he is known we're we're going to be able to tell them Apart from everybody else. When I get to heaven, I'm going to know you. When I get to heaven, I'll know my mother. I'll know my mom. You know, uh, my dad said, Do you think that Jesus knows who Mary is? (laughs) <laughs> you know, yes, he knows, and we shall be like him. But yes, you'll be able to tell because you're gonna you're gonna look just like you do right now when you come up out of the grave. That song, Brother Claude Ely wrote. I mean, that's just a powerful song. There ain't yes, no it grave. Is. Said you, uh, if you have to take me out to the graveyard and bury me in the ground when Gabriel blows the trumpet, I'm coming up out of the ground. But I tell you, if you, you have to bury me if I die before the rapture takes place, and you take me out to the... The graveyard. When I come up, I'll look like I do right now. We'll all be made perfect, uh, but we will not all look alike. But we'll all be alike. Can you read them? Read verses 39 through 41 again. 39 through 41. Yeah, read those real quick. All right. We well, don't have to them real quick, but just read them. <laughs> 39. One thing you was saying. Uh, I've heard one person say this was their own personal thought was but they thought because Jesus died at 33 that everybody in heaven was going to be 33 <laughs> I don't know no, I don't if that's know. true or not but <laughs> that's what I heard somebody say I thought well I guess that'd be nice but uh, anyways first Corinthians 15 verse number 39 so says, we're talking about we'll all be made perfect we'll all be alike but um, we'll not you know all look alike we're gonna be different from one, from one another. Go ahead and read that. Says all flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another of the moon, another of the stars, for one star differeth from another in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption and raised in incorruption. Sown in dishonor, raised in glory. Sown in weakness, raised in power. Sown a natural body, raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first Adam was made a living soul and the last Adam was made a quickening spirit. All right, so Paul there, he goes to the stars. And he said, just as all stars are stars, yet they have their own characteristics. They can be known one from another. You know, scientists, they name the stars. They have different names. We can go out and we can see the stars and we can look at them. We know what's, you know, the Big Dipper and the Little Dipper and so on and so forth. And so that's what Paul said. He said, they're all stars. He said, yet they're, they're their own star. You know, they all have their own characteristics. That's what it's going to be like. When we get to heaven we're all going to be glorified we're all going to have uh, the these powerful bodies and these spiritual bodies uh, that that Paul just mentioned there but yet we'll still be different one from another we'll have our characteristics I fully believe. That in heaven will still have the same character, some of the same characteristics that we have on this earth. I tell you, I believe uh, Brother William Strickler, who was a great man, and uh, he was, he was an, an, a great man of God. He used to skip all the time at church, he'd go skipping back and forth. And I tell you, I believe he's doing that in heaven. And uh, Brother Paul Eads, he was a man in our church, he would raise his hand up and he'd holler, Woo! All the time, yeah. And I tell you, I believe he's doing that in heaven. Well, we're not robots. No, we're, we're our not. own people, our own personality. Yeah, we'll all be made like him, but we will all look as different there as we do right now. We'll be recognizable, and even more so when we get over to the other side. You know, brother Neil Bridges. You know, he's been on the Pentecost podcast, and you know, I'd say a lot of people of our listeners know him. Uh, that one time when he passed away, and uh, he had kind of had that out-of-body experience and went to heaven. And uh, Brother Leon Buzzer was over there. And, and you know, I never got to meet him, but I've heard him preach online. And he always said, Sweet Lamb of God. And, uh, you know, Sweet Lamb of God, I hit my microphone. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he said, when he got to heaven, he said, Well, Sweet Lamb of God, there's Neil Bridges. Yeah. And uh, that's his personality. Yeah. And that was exactly who he was. Yeah. Although we'll be raised, of course, Brother Neil came back alive. He's still alive today. Yes. But the point I was saying was he still said them same words he was known for. Yes. So although we'll be raised with the same body, and it will look the same, it'll it'll have um, some vast differences, though you know, from the from what we have right now. Hopefully skinnier. Our resurrected bodies, <laughs> you know they'll be changed bodies, just as Christ was changed after the resurrection. Yes. So Jesus Christ. Um, died and was put in the tomb, but the tomb couldn't hold him. Right, Sorry. And He was raised with the same body that he was put in the tomb with. That same body come out, but it was it was <laughs> different. It was a glorified body at that time, and uh, these corruptible bodies that we have right now, you know, they start dying from the day we start living. Yeah, we get sick, we suffer, we uh, have aches, we have pains, we have. Cancers, uh, you know, God forbid, hope ho- no, nobody listen, ever gets it. But the fact is, we, you know, we get cancer, we get yeah. sugar diabetes, we have heart trouble, we have all these things that happen to us. But it ain't always going to be that way. When our bodies are resurrected they'll never again know a pain they'll not know no more sickness no more diabetes no more heart troubles no more liver trouble uh, never again an old cancer attach itself to you and or to a person that you love but these glorified resurrected bodies will never grow old They'll never die, sown in corruption, the Bible said, and raised in incorruption. They'll be sown in dishonor, caused uh, by sin and the curse of sin and and, uh, the curse of sin unto death and they cannot enter the kingdom of God with these bodies that they have right now as far as in the state that they're in. So they'll be sown in dishonor, but they'll be raised in glory, a glorious body. They'll be powerful bodies, the Bible said. Powerful bodies. These resurrected bodies that we have will be powerful. They'll never get tired. They'll never get weary. How Boy, that'd be nice. When, I mean, I'm not very old. I'm 28, but whenever... Uh, when I was a teenager, man, we'd go and go and go. Yeah. I remember we'd open at McDonald's. And I'd be there at four o'clock in the morning. I'd be out till two. Yeah. You know, we'd go in and work a few hours. And, uh, you know, I don't do that much anymore. I'm only 30 and I've got back trouble. Yeah. It ain't no fun. <laughs> this old disc, one of these days, will yeah. be put in its place. Well, these, these new bodies, the Bible said, will be powerful bodies. Right. They'll never get tired. They'll never, you'll never need a nap. You'll never have to go home on Sunday and take a nap and uh, you'll never really need a good night's rest. No, I don't either. I don't like going to bed, but I don't like waking up either. (laughs) But it's going to be a powerful body, and then it's going to be a spiritual body. And although they'll be seen and they'll be touched and they'll be recognized, you'll hug your loved ones again, you'll touch your loved ones again, and you'll be with them in glory, but they'll be spiritual bodies. If we uh, want to be somewhere, all we have to do is think about it, and we'll get there will be just like Jesus Christ. And, you know, it's hard to take in, but it is so true. Um, and if we go back to 1 Corinthians 15 there, and I'm just going to read these and, and I'll be uh, shutting up here. We'll, we'll close this down. But 1 Corinthians 15, 45 said this, it said, And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Then I'm going to go to verses 47 through 49 said, the first man is of the earth earthy, the second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. We receive these earthy bodies from Adam, and they are just like his. They're earthy, they're dying, they're decaying. But verse 49, Says, and as we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. I tell you, just as sure as you're in this earthy body right now and just as sure as we have borne the image of the earthy we will bear that heavenly body as well we're going to have a body just like his our earthy bodies we receive from adam but our resurrected bodies we receive from jesus christ you can take me out to the graveyard you can bury me in the ground But when Gabriel blows the trumpet, I'm coming up out of that ground. Our resurrected bodies will be just like his after his resurrection. Right now in heaven, Jesus has a glorified, resurrected body. That same body that came out of the tomb is in heaven right now. Our promise is that of 1 Thessalonians 4, verse number 16 and 17. We've heard it. I've heard it quoted all my life. Heard it preached all my life. For the Lord himself... That right there is awesome. Yes. For the Lord himself, not Gabriel, not Michael, not any other angel, but the Lord, the same one that left us, the same Jesus is coming back. Yes. Not delegating anyone else but himself. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. What shout? A shout of triumph. A shout of victory. A shout that will split the sky. A shout of come all. A shout that will split the grave. A shout that all the saved will hear. A shout that the dead in Christ shall rise first. And it says with the voice of the archangel with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. But then here's the promise. If we're still alive when the rapture takes place. It's, if you're not if, you're, if you die before then, then that'll be you, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. But then it says, we which are alive and remain right. shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Amen. Don't you just love that terminology? Yes. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. Now, I want to go to 1 John 3 and 2, and we've mentioned it already, but this verse is so powerful when you're talking about a resurrection. And it says, Beloved, that right there is just, I just love that right there. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. All right, we are the sons of God. And it doeth not yet appear what we shall be. Right. It ain't. It ain't appear. We don't know what we're going to be. But we know. Well, man, you can feel that right there. But we know that when he shall appear, John said, This is what we know. We know when he shall appear, we shall be like him. That's what you's talking about. Right. We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Is yes. And you know a lot of people say, I don't want this body. I want a new body. Well, you're gonna get a new body, but it's gonna be in that same old body. Because Philippians three and twenty one, this where is gonna get a glorified body? This is where it changes. This is all where it changes. He said, Who shall change our vile yeah. body? That's it. You're gonna get a Changed body. Exactly. We're going to get a changed body. Who shall change? Who shall... That's the verse. Who shall change our vile body? This vile body, it means low estate. This body of low estate, that it may be fashioned... What's that word fashion means? It means that it shall jointly be formed unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. He shall fashion our bodies unto his body. It shall be perfect. He shall change this body. I'll tell you one thing. His body ain't in the tomb. No, it is not there. They can't find it. He's not It's because he's not there. He's in heaven right now in his glorified body. In Colossians 3 and 1, Paul said, Christ sits on the right hand of God, right. And he sits on the right hand of God with no arthritis. No heart trouble, no back pain, no heart. I said heart trouble, no cancer, no 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 brain issues, no no diseases, no sicknesses, no nothing. But he sits there on the right hand of God as the Son of God, perfect. Right. And First John three and two says, but when we when he shall appear, we shall be like him. And if that's how he is right now, then that's how we are going to be changed in just a moment. With a perfect new glorified body. That's right. Well, to close this out, 1 Corinthians again, go back there to 15, verse 54. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass that saying that is written Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, yes. death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, grave, where is, is thy victory? victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So thank God for the promise of a resurrection of our bodies. I tell you what, if you've had a loved one to die in the Lord, a Christian, be encouraged. You're going to meet him again. You're going to sit with him again. You're going to talk with him again. It's going to be a time when all of God's children get there. What a time, a mighty good time. Well, this has been the Two Peas on a Pod podcast. Thank you for tuning in today on another episode. And we just enjoyed talking to you today about the bodily resurrection. We're going to have a glorified body one of these days. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll see you next time.